This episode of Shalomi Homies is brought to you by the third biannual Strathlay Medium Level Rager, which will be occurring on Friday, September 27th, starting at 8 p.m. Bring your friends, your family, your roommates, and your teammates. All are welcome. More info to come. Mark your calendars. It's not going to be something you want to miss. Oh, I sure definitely don't want to miss this event, boys. I went there last year, and I have not had that much fun since... The last medium level rager. Since so. the Wainwright Stampede. Just kidding. No one has fought at the Wainwright Stampede. Okay. Anyways, it's going to be fun. See you there. And now, the Shalomi Homies Pod. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Shalomi Homies Podcast. I'm your boy, Stephen Stewart. Dixon Wood. Ethan Babs. And we are back and better than ever, ready to bring you some more quality content from our in-house high-quality studios within the walls of Shalom Residence. Yes, we've got some more content to bring to you this week. we got new segments and new stories. But hey, without further ado, let's get back into everyone's favorite recurring segment... Floor Traditions! Man, guys, what a crazy week it was at Shalom Floor Meeting. Why don't we uh, shed a little light on uh, some of our floor traditions for our prized listeners this week? You're totally correct there, Stephen. I will start off by uh, doing the squid couple Mm. stories. I will chime in. Uh, So... Squid this week was a banger. Yeah, there, there are a lot of stories that could have won it. Lots like, of doozies. Like the one story where the <laughs> the one guy on our floor who will not be named ran downstairs and let his youth leader in. But he forgot his keys. He gets locked in the hmm. lobby. And, okay, he uses the intercom to call us to let us in. Let hmm. him in. And yells profanity at us right in the middle of floor meeting. Just of hurling expletives. Oh it's my like, gosh! Do you not know this is Christian University guy? Like man, seriously, died, man. I wonder who that was. Yeah, jeez. Or the other story about the the anonymous male who shall not be named who uh, was chatting with a with with a friend, a female friend, uh, for a long time that night, and uh, scrolling through Instagram, uh, kind of while bouncing back and forth between conversation, pulls up an Instagram story of a man with a face filter from Snapchat dressed as a woman. And says, dead serious. Hey, guys, look. This is the girl I've been flirting with all night. <laughs> Talk about a classic uh, catfishing situation. Man, Absolutely. what a cat. That's an Ambrose catfish right there. <laughs> but, I mean, we're not here to give out the catfish award. Mm. We're here to give out the squid. Mm. You're right. You're right. So, without further ado, for the second week in a row, our squid is Micah Calder. Now, the story behind this squid nom Uh Came at my expense, I would say. Skin of the game. Yeah, it was it was a rough one. Uh, we were cruising down to McDonald's. Uh, Lincoln was driving, and Micah sitting up front. I was in the back, and uh, we pull up to McDonald's. Get out of the car. Uh, I obviously I'm I'm a taller guy. I don't fit super well in cars, so I'm using the the in in between piece of the doors to pull myself out of the car. And uh, next thing you know. Micah's slamming his door on my hand, uh, very like 
very painful. Mm. It was stuck in there for about five seconds. Couldn't get it out. You look at my finger now, and it's bent. Oh, my. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's got to be squid for Micah. Yeah, and you got a lot of skin in the game there, Ethan. That must hurt a lot. Oh, man. Honestly, Micah, though, got to give him props. He's going for your crown, Steve. Yeah, he's coming for my uh, squid of the year crown. He's already two out of, like, 16 weeks for the semester. And we're not even on, like, week three yet. He's, like, two for two. That's impressive. Yeah, that's true. Might even get squid of the century, honestly, with the way he's going at. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, I know I know. Micah just likes to take it one week at a time. So yeah. he'll see what he can do for next one. Go for the three-peat. But we'll, we'll keep you guys updated as our prize listeners. Absolutely. Well, boys, I guess it's on to the next, the next award, and that would be the Brocane. Absolutely. So this week's Brocane <laughs> went to none other than Aiden, Aiden McMillan. Sorry, Aiden, sorry. we did not know your last sorry. name until now. Just Aiden. want to say I'm the only one who knew your last name, Aiden, but anyways. But at the very least, we can commend him on being the yeah. broiest bro. Mm. There are a lot of good stories, though, this week. like. For sure. Uh, People driving people. Driving people to wings. Yeah. People not snitching on each other. Creating some bro trust. <laughs> yeah, boys. True. Snitches get stitches. Mm, that's, what the, that's what they all say. Except that Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were lots of great bro stories, but ultimately Aiden exemplified the broiest bro. Mm. Because, well, we're at that time of the year, textbooks, and uh, lots of professors are getting the students to print off textbooks to save them a little cash, but it is very inconvenient. So uh, Aiden exemplified the broiest bro by driving Adam three separate occasions to Staples wow. to get this textbook printed off. Mm, crazy. Three so, times. Three times. That's insane. The That's Staples staff insane. must not be on their game. No, they must not. I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe, maybe they just can't understand the Adam's thick Australian accent. That's Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Anyways, I never about the bro cane. Thanks, Aiden, for being a bro. We love you. See you next week. See you next but now week. For our, <laughs> now for our top award of the week, I think probably the funniest and the best story from the entire week. The wheels of the week. Mm, the wheels of the week. Wow. What a week it was for wheels, boys. We're talking five dates in one week for this gentleman. Five dates. We're talking five dates. Wow. We're talking the whole this is a work big week. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah, he, he wasn't just working nine to five, boys. He was putting in overtime. That's major mm. overtime. But it paid off. Yes. Because they are not while we lost a... A brother of singlehood. Our Wheels of the Week went other to Ambrose's newest boyfriend, Cody Gertson. Man, what a week for Cody it was. Super busy, but congratulations. Uh, We look forward to being able to use your Xbox more now. Mm -hmm. More 2K to come, boys. And late nights and uh, early mornings at 8.15 classes. Mm. And, uh, you know, let's just give him a clap for what he's done. Mm. How he's provided for us. And in the words of Victor Penner, there was a major payout for Cody's investment. Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, mm. yeah, so now that has been our uh, Wheels of the Week. You'll hear a lot more about this in an upcoming segment called Undercover Love. But Enough about that. Yeah, one more. We have one more tradition to show you, and we've yeah. got to make Ethan shut up about this one because uh, it might hit a little closer to home. 
Yes. It's none other than the Jesus pick. This one is always close to our hearts mm. because always close to our hearts. Jesus is serious to us. Yeah, and, and he lives inside my heart. That's for sure. Yeah, and uh, this week Lincoln Alexander um, decided to give this award to none other, other than Ethan Babcock. Wow, our very own Shalomi homie, who's literally very close to my heart right now. Mm. Mm. Ethan was just was just that guy, you know. Yeah. Always full of love, full of life, happy, you know, welcoming. Tell you about the next song you should put on your playlist, mm. stuff like that, you know. In invaluable things. Mm, yeah. We love Ethan Babs around here and uh we just uh really wanted to appreciate him. He's got the robe on. If I look if I look hard enough, I don't have my glasses on and I can see a lot of Jesus sitting just across the room from me right yeah. now. You, let's let him speak, honestly. Well, I'd just like to say it's been an absolute honor to receive this award. Uh, I I knew I knew it was Lincoln's to give out, so I guess I can stop being nice to him now. Uh, I was really buttering him up, trying to get the Jesus pick. Go oh, for blood, man. Yeah, for sure. You can say the blood of the Lamb. You can now disciple to others. Sir. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's been an honor receiving this. I look forward to having the beautiful picture hanging in my room for the next week. Mm-hmm. And, uh yeah, you guys better be on your best behavior because I'm looking out for the next Jesus pick. He's scoping yes. him out. Mm-hmm. Always has an eye, just just like God. He's always watching. Always watching. <laughs> and Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, that's all for floor traditions for this week. But luckily, we're on to our newest segment we like to call Undercover, Undercover Love. Love. Welcome to Undercover Love, a segment where we go behind the scenes of Ambrose's newest and hottest relationships and give you guys, our listeners, an inside look. We were able to intercept and decode a transmission from none other than Shalom's very own Cody Gertzen. This transmission was between him and an unidentified female, and by decoding this, we were able to identify the location where he may be engaging in hand-holding with this unidentified female. Wait, that's Christian third base. And without further ado, we're going to send you live downtown Calgary with the Shalomi homies to investigate a little more. Let's roll the tape. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Shalomi's Homies podcast. We're just out here on Stephen Ave falling after uh, some lovebirds on what we call undercover love. We're just out here... uh, we're just out here eyeing up a lovely couple, stalking them on their, uh, what is this, their third date, boys, or third date? Yeah, big, so. big number three. Wow. Undercover love. What a time to be alive. <laughs> he knows. He does. <laughs> Do you think he knows, guys? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We've caught our special guests in what we call undercover love. Undercover. Oh, damn. How's it going, guys? Not too shabby. How you doing, Stevie? Good. This is our boy, Cody. Out on a date with an unidentified woman that we cannot name yet. Cody, how are you feeling on this fine day? Uh, it's feeling pretty good. I think it's been going pretty well. I can't complain. Uh, Cody, uh, what number date is this? This is two. This is number, date number two. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And Cody, where were you last night in the absence of the uh, soccer game? Instead of uh, hanging out with the boys, where were you, Cody? I would have been with this unnamed woman. Awesome. And Cody, what day is it today? It is Saturday. And what day is Saturday? 
Uh, Saturday is the sixth day of the week. And what day is it for? The boys. Yeah, that is correct. Saturday. Can you please can you please say that sentence with your mouth, Cody? Uh, that Saturday is for the boys. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on our on our brand new segment called Undercover Love. Uh, this has been the boys on site signing off. I'm Steven. I'm Dixon. Ethan. See you next time on Undercover Love. Thank you for listening to Undercover Love, guys. And now we have a very serious and new segment for you guys. It's called Shalom Classified. Hello. I need you to sit back, close your eyes, and pretend with me that it's 7.05 a.m. in Calgary, Alberta. It's Tuesday morning. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. The coffee is piping hot. And all is right in the world. This very morning, Shalom's very own Micah Calder emerges from his room after a restless night. He goes... He flicks the coffee pot on, takes a shower, comes back, pours a cup, and realizes that all may not be as right as he thought. Micah believed that all was not right with his cup of coffee, brought an accusation forward to the leadership team within residence, and made some rather stunning accusations. We sent our very own private detectives, Detective Dixon Wood and Private Evan Babcock, onto the scene to take a closer look. All right now, Micah, just calm down, calm down, okay? We're on your side. We know it's a traumatizing situation, but please, just can you recall what happened for us? We gotta get the facts straight. Well, it was yesterday. My alarm went off at 7 a.m. in the morning. And as usual, it's my normal routine. I turn on the coffee pot, um, out in the pod, and go back, take a shower, get all cleaned up as normal, freshened up, get that nice spicy Arab cologne on myself, walk out to the, to the pod, and pour myself a glass of coffee, or a cup of coffee. And I took a sip. Sure enough, there was laxative in it. How do you know it was laxative? Do you know what laxative tastes like, boy? I do, because I actually had it in my milk once at dinner. Why would anyone do that? I had issues, and my mom decided to put it in my milk. Took matters into her own hands. So, who do you think is the suspects in this? Or are you just doing this for your own personal gain? Oh no, I, I have my suspicions and I can tell you why. Um, I've narrowed it down to two suspects on the floor. One is Cody Gordson and the other one is Victor Penner. Um, the main, the one that I'm leaning towards the most at this point is Cody because he has it out for me. Mm. And I beat him in 2K the other week as well. Um, the reason why I also shortlisted Victor was because I got caught stealing his pizza out of the fridge the other day. So I wasn't too happy about that one. Well, we appreciate the information. We will do our best and we'll investigate these two fine gentlemen. Thank you.
Detective Wood and Private Babcock would stop at nothing to get to the bottom of this case for their poor friend Micah. So they headed all the way across the hall to room 242 to get a closer look. Alright Victor, now you're not in any actual trouble here. We just have a poor boy sitting over in the other room who's been on the can for the last three hours. We just need your cooperation to get to the bottom of this. Now where were you last Tuesday, 7 a.m.? I was just doing some readings. Crap! Nobody wakes up at 7 a.m. to do readings! I had to get it all read by that afternoon and I had just started at 7 that morning. Now. I'll tell you what you were doing on that morning. You were putting laxatives in Marcus' cup. Why would I do that? I don't know, because he stole your pizza! That was Micah? Yeah. Who'd you think it was? Victor? That was Ethan. What? Private Babcock abstains from any immoral conduct, just for the record. I would never do something like that. I'm sorry to have doubted you. Now I want you to give it to me straight, Panner. Straight as a circle. Don't insult me, <laughs> boy. Dixon, we're the same age. It's Detective Wood to you. Now, where were you 7 a.m.? I need a real alibi here. I was doing my readings alone in my room. <sighs> Is there anyone who would have seen you in there that maybe could back up this story? I was alone in my room. I just said that, Ethan. Ethan, this is a lost cause. It's a tough egg to crack. Guys, I have a really busy day ahead of me. Can we just be done with this? Now, you talk to me one more time like that, and I'm gonna throw you back in the prayer room with all the other hooligans till we get some real evidence here. With Victor back safe behind bars, the boys of the Shalomi Homie Private Investigation Unit turned to Micah's other accusation to get some more answers. All right, Cody, I'm gonna shoot you straight here. Our other prime suspect had an airtight alibi. So right now, you're suspect number one, and all signs are pointing to you. Now, we're on your side. We want to prove you're innocent. But we really just need to know, where were you Tuesday at 7 a.m.? Well, to be honest, Tuesday 7 a.m., I was out for coffee with my mystery woman. Where? All establishments, and you know this, don't open at 7 a.m.? That's... It, ah! Have you checked your maps recently? McDonald's is open at 7 a.m. It's open 24 hours a day! Obviously, that's where I would be! Come on, uh, Dixie Cup, you're smarter than this. Don't disrespect my name like that. My name is Detective Wood in this situation, okay? Now, do you want to go to the back of the prayer room? Because I can make that happen. De Detective Wood, just calm down, okay? <sighs> you're, letting, you're letting the bad guy win. We've got bigger fish to fry here. That's right. We're trying to prove a man's innocence here. There's a lot at stake here. We had a poor boy a mere few hours ago who downed three bottles of Pepto-Bismol 
just to keep from losing his guts, okay? This is the situation we're in. Oh my goodness. So, it's it's dire. Uh, we, we appreciate your cooperation. I, I just want to make sure. So you're sticking, this is your story, 7 a.m., you were sitting in a McDonald's with an unnamed mystery woman. That is correct. I will say that to my dad. That is where I was. Uh, not much else you can really say to that. Am I free to go now, Jinx? You got everything you need? Well, you're off the hook this time, Gertson. But next time, you may not be quite so lucky. After a brutal interrogation of Cody Gertson, the Salome Homie Private Investigation Unit, consisting of Detective Wood and Private Babcock, took to the internet to do a little bit of research. And after countless hours online trying to figure out who might have done this awful, horrendous crime, they stumbled upon some information. This revolutionary information changed the face of the entire crime. And they thought it would be of most service to their friend Micah to sit him down and give him the real scoop, the insider scoop. Well, Micah, thanks for coming back in today. You're welcome. Uh, we, we did some hardcore investigating, and we were able to get to the bottom of this case once and for all. We checked out your first sus suspect, Victor Penner. Yeah. Um, well, he had a pretty airtight alibi. He was he was doing his readings, and uh, no one saw him anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, that checked out. Rock solid. Yeah. yeah. And also, Cody Gertson's alibi also held up. As it does, in fact, I found out that McDonald's is open 24 hours. So, it does shocked. make sense. Yeah. But we had a shocking revelation shortly after... We investigated Cody. We looked online and found something disturbing. Yes. After a quick Google search, we realized that coffee is, in fact, a natural laxative. <laughs> and, in fact, you did the crime to yourself. I poisoned myself. You're darn right you did. And you probably did it for the insurance money. Ah, baby. That's another case solved by Detective Wood and Private Babcock. This has been Shalom Classified. Stay tuned for more episodes regarding our private investigation into the crimes behind Shalom's walls. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening today to the Shalomi Homies Podcast. Yeah, we're going to be dropping new episodes every Friday now, only on Spotify right now. We're trying to get on other platforms, but we'll update you on that as we get information. And uh, be sure to check out our Insta, at Shalomi Homies Pod, for all the latest updates regarding your Shalomi Homies. Uh, but for this episode, I'm Steven. I'm Dixon. And I'm Ethan. Signing off. On the Shalomi Homies Podcast. Homies Podcast.